Hey guys, it's Jade. So, the episode you're about to listen to was recorded with Evan in November 2018 in Los Angeles. Since then, you guys know a ton has happened for Evan. He's gotten signed, he's started to blow up and take over the world. So, what we wanted to do was kind of finish the story up to this point and do a part two of this episode. So, next week, part two will be up. We recorded from the Eight Letters Tour in Nashville, Tennessee. Stay tuned. Welcome to the How I Got Backstage podcast. This week, we have a very special guest in studio, but I say that every week, so I guess everyone's a very special guest, but this is definitely the most blonde guest we've had. Yeah, that is accurate. He's super blonde right now. Super blonde. Went to Europe, turned blonde. Went to Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's what Europe does to most people. Um, Everybody, welcome Yo, what's up, everybody? We're gonna ebb How and flow guys? through this thing. Oh, oh, all the ebb and puns. We should make a chart. Yeah. yeah, literally, there's. We were just talking about how there yeah. are gonna be so many name puns in this like, podcast. I love puns. One time, Cassie. Okay, so we work for several very high-profile comedians, and she's like, uh, "What did you say?" He said, "Oh, he he like you told he told you a joke, and then you responded back." Oh no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you told me that. The like puns are the lowest form oh, of we comedy. Ha- one of our one of our <laughs> staff members made a made a uh, a pun to a comedian that we work with, and they were basically like that is like the lowest level form of comedy that exists. You know, Whoa. I, like that. I don't agree with that because there are sometimes when a pun is so perfect. Yeah. So maybe it's, like it's, there, it's I wonder just if you can punny. Rate- <laughs> that wasn't one of them though that yeah. wasn't a very good one yeah sorry but you know i mean i get like maybe like for their craft like yes i understand but yeah. like in for normal people for, for normal, normal people, people i like, think we're it's not fun. professional like you know singing a happy birthday because how is, satisfying like, a good is singer, it you know like so <laughs> a pun is like funny but no you're talking about the story where so we used to work with this comedian named bill ingvall <laughs> Um, like when I first worked at Warner Brothers Records with Cassie, she worked on the music artists and I worked on the comedians. So that's all I did was work on comedians and like comedians record albums. So the record label releases them. And so Bill is one of the blue collar comedy guys. And I would call him and tell him jokes. And Cassie was always like, you, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, I just did. Oh my God. Did it, he, it's did weird. Did love it? Oh, he loved it. No. He it's weird. Was- like you either like with people like that are really good at something, you either like want to do a really bad version of what they do in front yeah. of them or like completely not do it at all it's always like yeah. one or the other it's never in oh, between I was definitely going for yeah, like there's the ne- humor there's of the bad like the humor that it was horrible you know yeah. but yeah i'd be like let me tell you a joke <laughs> <laughs> but he was just funny he was yeah. such a nice guy i mean he still is he's still alive well that's <laughs> <laughs> I just don't work with him anymore. Um, so let's talk about Mr. Evan Frankowitz. That's me. What's you doing? Man, I just got back off tour. I've yes. been touring like... You've been touring for 75 years? Yeah, like all year. We've been everywhere. Yes. So Evan has... Let's see. Let's let's just like get into it. Because, I mean, I do feel like a lot of our listeners know your story. Mm. But I do want to talk about it a little bit for some listeners that maybe don't know your story. Definitely. So. Um, you know, I just kind of want to know if we really get into the subject of how I got backstage, how did you get backstage? At what age were you like, man, I really like this music and this musician, and this is inspiring me. 
and it turned into a desire to actually, you know, be on stage, which you have to kind of go backstage to get on stage type of, you know, situation. That's true. Get the catering. Indeed. So going back, let's talk about what music, like what age, like whatever, like what were the things you were like, man, I'm going to do this thing. So like when I was young, like my dad was a professional drummer. Like Mm -hmm. I've had music in my family since I was since I can remember, honestly. Okay, when you say professional drummer, what does that mean? Did I mean, like, dad, he, like, he would, like, he would, like, tour, or, like, like, with bands and really? stuff. Really? Yeah. Anyone, like, notable? Um, I forget. That, like, he, he did <laughs> tour with, like, one band, but I always forget the name, but, like... Can you text whenever, him? Yeah, here, I'll text him. Right I want to know. Like, I think that's a super interesting fact. Because uh, he's going to be like, hey, you're asking me this again? Like, why can't <laughs> Maybe he toured with Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Max and Harvey's uncle toured with Fish. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Dan. I met Uncle, Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan. Who did you tour with back <laughs> in the in the day? In the day. In the day. In the day, Dad. I can't wait for the answer because, like, I'm hyped. I'm really yeah. excited about it. Okay, so so music was like in your family. Yeah, music was in my family. Like, my mom was a dancer when she was, you know, she's like rhythmic, and so just the arts, mm-hmm. were, you know, all of my family and everything. So like, I started singing at my church when I was like six. Mm-hmm. I was in like my church choir and then would do all the little plays and stuff like. That's amazing. I do yeah. recall recently um, seeing a lot of videos of you dressed as an elf singing yep. on my Instagram feed. Dude, so honestly, I yeah. can't believe they found this video. There's this fan account that is And they're is just like, so good at it. Dude, and they found videos they of you in church? Have like. Being an elf? Dug into the depths. I mean, and like, finding... and the thing is, I, like, I, there's this one, fa- the, um, what is the fanny kind of love? The Just Eben things? I think that's the Yeah. One. Or no, the Snack, Snack Street snack Team. Street Team, Just And Eben I'm, like, in a group chat with them, and, like, I chime in every now and then, and I'm just, <laughs> I'll, like, go in there and be like, what is this treasure trove of, Dude, like, content? I like, know, it's, it's unreal, <laughs> like, um, so church anyway, so church was, like, playing, so, like, that was kind of when I first started to realize, oh, I, I enjoy being on stage and, like, performing, like. Like, oh, I was is, reading your shirt. I, I'm assuming it's like a Michael Jordan shirt. Here, look at the back. <laughs> it has Michael Jackson. Oh, on Michael the back. Jackson. I just saw the word Michael and I'm, wait, what does that say? Influencer. What? What is it? What say? is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a company called Lip Underpoint. Lip, Lip Underpoint. Yeah, it is. It's okay. a Korean brand. He just has tight. this like shirt and says, "I'm like, what is what does the shirt say?" It just says Michael, and I'm like, it's like a okay. whole series. Like, so like I have a sweatshirt got... that says James, and it has a picture of James Dean on the back, wow. and like Muhammad and then Muhammad. Well, Muhammad I have Ali. a new jacket that says Jade on the back right here you on the do. back of my chair, yeah, and yeah. I have a new Evan hoodie. You do. It's it's hard. You guys should buy those. Evanofficial.com. Yep. Evanofficial.com. Go get that merch. Get that hoodie. Get, get that hoodie, girl. It's, it's about to get cold. Don't you it want? Is. Don't you want to? Don't, don't you want to cuddle hoodie? with Evan? Yeah, don't hoodie? you want to cuddle with my 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 hoodie? <laughs> Evan actually personally tries on all the hoodies before we send them out. They <laughs> yeah. smell of his aura. <laughs> aura. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if aura smell. No, I feel like I have an aura. <laughs> if they're covered in Evan, Evan honestly, pheromones. honestly, this is a real. This is a fact. Whenever I walk in. People know when I walk in the room because I do. I have a distinctive smell. Like I, I smell good. I take pride in my. That's a pheromone. Hygiene. That's a pheromone. No, it's just like they know my. No, but an aura is like a like a light and like a cosmic like vibe. Well, I have that too. I feel like you do. It's yellow. It's yellow. Evan, that, your aura honestly, is totally is. yellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you agree? Because yellow's happy. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I'm like, I'm always happy. Yeah, or I Evan's always like try to always be. Always happy. I try to be always. Evan's happy. always happy. Yeah. Anyway, 
So, church. This is my job, though. I'm music. supposed to, like, converse with you during the story. Cassie no, I is, love too, it. but this she's just really excited about looking at your chips right now. Dude, I have a plethora of chips. <laughs> we bought, everyone's like, we're like, do you guys want anything for the podcast? We always ask our guests, like, do you want anything to drink? Do you want Starbucks? Evan's like, I want some water and some chips. <laughs> well, there's, yeah, oh, you had the Panera <laughs> chips. That's great. I had the Panera chips. I've got Cheetos, he has, okay, Fritos, Doritos, and Lays. So you, it's like chips a thing chips. for you? Like you, what, are they your snacks? I mean, no. <laughs> oh yes, they are, that's kind of funny. They are my snacks. That that's kind of no, funny. it's punny. That's oh, what it is. I always hit the microphone. Um, it's punny. It's punny. Punny, punny. Yeah, I love. It's not necessarily Care like of a all thing. Of Evans. But I mean, I do like my chips. chips. <laughs> do you consider Cheetos a chip? No, Cheetos is in a lane of its own. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. For real. Wholeheartedly. I just envisioned Cheetos in like a lane driving. <laughs> Chester Cheetah. <laughs> cruising. Chester I'm pretty sure Cheetah. there's a commercial with Chester Cheetah cruising in a Chester car. Chester like... Cheetah's a badass. No, straight up. For real. That's the homie. Grew up together. The homie. I know, right? He Tony was the Tiger. Cold. Yeah. Why don't Doritos have... Tony the have... Tiger's kind of hot, though. I was just going to say, why don't Doritos have an animal? But that I got distracted. But remember when Doritos had a um, commercial with like that hot girl that was in the 98 Degrees video on the rug with Nick Lachey? We can't just fly by that you just called Tony the Tiger hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we just flew past like, that. Like the Jolly like, Green Giant is hot too. Or the Green Giant. Like, no, ho, you know ho, ho, who's ho. hot is um Mr. Clean. Mr. Mr. Clean is like a certain type of hot. But like Mr. if Mr. Clean was like a Pitbull impersonator, it would make him hotter. Yeah, if, if you put a suit on Mr. Clean. Yeah, exactly. He's, he'd be One Mr. time at CMA maybe Fest, I met what, Mr. Clean. I was going to say, maybe that's what Pitbull used to be. Maybe. Whoa. Clean. So maybe, like, Mr. originally clean. Pitbull's job was that he was a cleaner. And then somebody got inspired. And they were like, instead of Mr. Clean, you're going to be Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide! <laughs> we clean in the whole world! <laughs> Evan, do you think any serial characters or cartoon characters are sexy? Um, (laughs) man. I'm going to think about it. I I am going to think about it. I mean, you you can always go to, like, a Disney princess. There's got to be. Oh, Who would be your Disney princess of choice? My Disney... Okay, well, I just watched Shrek, like, yesterday. Yeah? That's not a Disney princess. However, I'll let you continue. I just wanted to clarify. But, okay. I just want to clarify for my own reputation. It's DreamWorks. Yeah, Yeah, I I just want to clarify for my my own reputation so people didn't think I, like, let that backslide. But I don't mind that you said that, is all I'm saying. Um, My favorite princess in the world of cartoon, you know, world. Mm Mm-hmm. Princess Fiona. Do you know that as an ogre, I look just like her? You probably look better than Princess Fiona. <laughs> One day I was watching it and I was like, yo, ogre Fiona and me look alike. I'm telling you, it's oh a thing. Dude, the, memes up, dude, the memes are coming. The memes are coming. It's happening. We're twinsies. Cassie, who do you look like? What cartoon character do you look like? I don't know. Hmm. Who would I be in Shrek? Who would you be in Shrek? Like like a um, character in Shrek. Gosh. Who would I be? Um, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a character feel, in Shrek that I'd you feel, are. I feel like I'd be the three blind mice, but like all three of them. Yeah, I feel like that. They're, kind, <laughs> they're a little bit thug. They're like kind of hard. They're but like, like, yeah. They're, they're hilarious. Yeah, I get that. Okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I. Who would Cassie be in Shrek? 
I don't know Shrek that well. Yeah, I guess I don't really either. Cassie would be the mm. gingerbread man. I mean, I just always want to be Ed the Hyena from The Lion yeah, King. Yeah, Ed the Hyena's awesome. Dude, I haven't watched The Lion King in so long. Dude, in our last episode, we go into like a very deep Lion King hole with Abby Anderson. And then we all discover that like Nala is the like center point of why the Lion King is important. Because like she's the one that went back that was like, Simba, get off your lion butt and come do your stuff. Yeah, come, you know, be the king of the jungle. Be the king of Pride Rock. Of Pride Rock. That's right. She's Take like, there ain't no more food. We all sitting around waiting on you. Stop Akuna matata and eating bugs. Yeah. Like, come do something about this. Dude, straight up. Stop Akuna matata Yeah, so I feel around. like I'm a little bit like Nala. Because do you feel like I've had that conversation with, like, artists and stuff before? Yeah. I feel like that's a thing. So I was like, I really identify with this. Def- no, definitely. Yeah. All right, Simba. You're the- <laughs> <laughs> it is time. I want to be Rafiki. You're totally Rafiki. I love Rafiki. <laughs> and then I just draw things on a tree and laugh. Oh my god! But you're actually really smart. Like what people, a life that is. People like, think that's on the surface you draw you draw things on a tree and laugh, but you're actually extremely wise. Yeah, I, I want to be. I, I can relate. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, haha, this is funny, but it's actually gonna happen. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so does your dad text you back? He hasn't texted me back yet, which Come is on. weird because he usually does. Um, maybe like, he's right watching. Maybe, Shrek. maybe he's busy and has a life and is doing other things than waiting okay. for me to text him. So you did the things. You did the singing. You did all the things. Everybody loved Evan. He's so cute. He's did so little. Things. And then Evan. I went and started to do, like, musical theater. Yeah. But, like, for real, for real. Okay, what musical theater productions were you in? Oh, my goodness. Um, Once on this Island, Tom Sawyer, Footloose. What, um, do you Beauty mean, to- like, Tom Sawyer or, like... Like, Tom Sawyer, like, the... Yeah, I was Tom, actually. That you was my Tom? favorite play I've ever done. It was so much fun. We did... What was it called? Big River. I did River. Mulan as well. We did Big River, which was the same story, but, like, as a musical. Big River? You were Mulan? No, I was Mushu. Uh, <laughs> you were Mulan? You were, no, no. Can we see what, can we just all, he said he was Mushu. That's the little dragon. Yep. <laughs> that is Mulan's like. Dude, I have video, I have, if oh. fans find videos of this, then that is going to oh. be crazy. And what were you in Beauty and the Beast? I was the pepper shaker. <laughs> Straight up. I had to wear like a hat that was like, you know, the silver top part of the pepper and then it's like a dress kind of it's, thing. I like don't a, even recall there being a And I did shaker. like a whole ballet like dance with the salt Wait, shaker. Wait, you can do ballet? I mean, I used to take like ballet and I stuff. didn't know you could actually do ballet. I used to be able to like dance. Like I used to take like tap classes. And I think we should name ballet. your next EP Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be hilarious. And just have you in like a, but like have you like ripping a tutu apart like I'm done with this. Yeah, this is. Leaving this life behind. Leaving it behind. Now I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, but like. Be Evan. Dude, and I, I honestly miss musical theater so much because it's, it's just, fun. it's a different type of, you know. Performing. Performing, and it's so much fun, and it's like you have a cast, and like yeah. you know, all your friends are there. Um. And I feel like it's a different type of pressure that isn't like the way like you're performing as an artist. Yeah. No, it's definitely a different type of. It's like. I feel like it's a little less, like, stressful, in my opinion. It's a different energy. It's a like, different yeah. type of stress because, like, I'd, I'd say the musical theater world is, like, even a little bit more cutthroat than, like... True. Like, just theater in general. I mean, it's just a whole other 
I just world feel like when I like, did both of those things, like in the theater sense, like to me, I always felt more chill because, well, like I don't know. Anyways, but I can't just I just can't imagine like being an artist and like sharing your own art and like the pressure because just like with me of what with what I do in the music industry, like to me that's my art and like the pressure of making sure that's perfect because of my standards yeah. is so much harder for me and like more stressful to me than if I was working with someone else's art. I don't know I if that makes you. any sense. No, that, that makes sense because you have control of your own destiny when it's your art. Yeah, which can be scary. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. Not, it can also but that's be stressful like, to be trapped in somebody else's art and be. not be able to express yourself. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I know exactly what that's like. So do you, so when did you kind of go from theater to music? I was like 15 mm-hmm. and I went and tried out for like a singing TV show mm-hmm. and um, ended up making it to like the live rounds and everything. And that's, that's, awesome. that's really though, like I went, that was the first time I went out to LA. Yeah. yeah. First time I got to like experience all this. Now when you, so like when you went to LA and you got wrapped up in the thing, like, did you immediately like realize like think like oh gosh this is like not what I thought it was or oh, this is you, what yeah, I thought it was right or... away like when I landed mm-hmm. everything was just completely like, foreign foreign yeah like absolutely I you're mean, from Ohio. I was, I'm from Ohio yeah. like the freaking conservative capital of yeah. the, the U.S. you know what I mean like yeah. the mid, it's the Midwest it's the Midwest and um so going out to L.A. with my mom for the first time it was just like it was a whole it was whole new world like completely but it was something that i had like obviously i'd watch videos and stuff because i've always Mm -hmm. been curious of like like what is the music industry like how do people release songs like yeah what goes into making a music video just like Mm -hmm. just the most basic questions yeah that i had and then like get out here to la for the first time and i just complete like right away i was like okay this i need to do this shit Oh, so you like loved it. You were like, I this is me. So it didn't scare you off. Okay, okay. That's yeah. what no. I wanted to know. Like, it, what was your kind it of reaction? It was like scary, but I loved it That's because awesome. it was like, what this could be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is like a defining moment yeah. whether you hop in and just try it and like go, go for, for it, it or you go back to Ohio, graduate high school you know whatever go to college like that's you know it's like what everyone freaking does back there like for the most part and you did the thing and i did the thing i just you know i did it so how did you get from california to florida um so after the show ended up going like back to cincy and then i was hit up by a producer down in orlando he was like do you want to be in a boy band and not a dirty word on this podcast yeah, not a dirty word. Not a dirty word. Um, he was like, "Do you want to be in a boy band?" And I was like, "Yeah, I like, cause I love performing with other people on stage just for musical theater. Mm-hmm. So I knew right away like I wouldn't. I thought I would enjoy like being yeah. in a group and everything. Yeah. And so, ended up talking with him for a while, mm-hmm. and then they ended up choosing another person. What? Um. Like I was like the second choice. I was like the guy on the back burner okay. that they were gonna bring in, but they ended <laughs> the up the boy band understudy. Yeah, ah, like yeah. The Ikaika. And they ended up bringing in this other kid, and then he ended up leaving to go do. He was like, I just got on a TV show, 
And then, so he left, like, the day that he signed, he ended up ripping up the contract and, like, dipped. And then wow. they hit me back, like, a month later. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, would you want to come, you know, down to Orlando yeah. and be in the group? But it was, like, crazy because before this, like, he hyped it up to be, like, you're going to be in it. And then, boom, it was, like, ripped out from under me. <gasps> like, you know, that whole thing happened. Yeah. And then, you know, he brought me back. And um, so ended up moving down to Orlando, was in a boy band, um, did all that. That was fun. I was like, I was 17. I was living on my own, which was kind of tight. Little Evan. Little Evan, dude. Out here. Little Evan. Taking on the world. And uh, when you refer to that, you're referring to the group that I Fun. met you through, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Which that was out through? of Orlando? Yeah. yeah. And then they came. Okay, I didn't so know that. So, to... yeah. So, like, we went. We went to Orlando. We were in Orlando for, like, a year. And then we were doing, like, social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, different shows and tours and everything. Yeah. And then we ended up, like, our project was getting mixed out in L.A. by Jason Joshua. Okay. And Dave heard our song. Right. And so that's how we, like... Got it. Got out to L.A. Yeah. Gotcha. And then we were in L.A. for a year mm-hmm. out in Tarzana. Tarzana. Shout out to Tarzana. Oh. I, li- I like it out there. Yeah. Dude, I have such a bad experience with Tarzana. Like, <laughs> like, there are such nice houses there, but, like, just the spot and the not situation yours. that we were in, yeah. like, it was just. Yeah. It was not fun. Yeah. Um, but out in L.A. for a year, um, still in the group end up um going back to orlando though after a year yeah because you know stuff with members we were like we we had we freaking filtered out probably like four different people wow like that's a lot that's when i met you and you came to our office i did and you were so nice (laughs) and you. you had white hair I did. It was. It like was it like was white. white. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost like a little it was purple. So white. It was so white. Yeah, because you know? I had been going in on that purple shampoo. shampoo. Exactly. Um, and our friend Stephen Taylor, who's a videographer, Stephen was over um, um two nights ago. Really? Yeah, with Steven's, Reflex. Steven's amazing. Dude, I love him. I totally need to text him back, actually. Gosh, I always think, like, like I've now, during this conversation, thought of two people I didn't text back that I meant to text back. Oh, boy. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, and so we've worked with him on and off for 10 years. Like, he's done different, like, amazing photo shoots for our artists and just different things. And, yeah. Um, he was like, hey, like, boy band queens, <laughs> I want you to work with this, this, this yeah. group that I'm working yeah. with. And so I went to the studio, met you guys, mm. and then I, um, you came to CrowdSurf, and it was a whole thing. But it yeah, was a whole thing. We were working with Evan. It was so fun. I remember going to CrowdSurf the first time. Remember we, we sang and did like a cover out on like the fire escape? Yeah, and then we made you do a fake interview. <laughs> yeah. Remember? And we were that's like, right. okay, like we're all going to give you questions, and you guys have to answer them in front of all of us so we can like frustrate you. And that's oh, my God. And them. we were in front of everyone, yeah. too. Oh, I remember that. I was yeah. so uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You were wearing, so like, a thrift store jacket. Yeah. Yeah. That was when I had, like, all... I was, you know, searching for all my vintage shirts yeah. and, like, band tees and stuff. By vintage, she means things I wore in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that are probably still in my closet yep. in Virginia. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you went back to Florida. Went back to Florida for three months. We were doing stuff with the group, and then um, we just kind of... It was, like, a regroup 
type situation where we're just like going back like okay what do we want to do what's the yeah. plan like because that was a problem like we never really had like a musical direction that we were all about and like yeah. we were all going towards so it was like we had to come back and just like figure out what was going on which is hard because like we see that a lot like you see groups like why don't we and they have a direction and they all kind of are exactly they know on the same page and that yep. makes it work you know oh but then you God, see a lot dude. of groups all the other ones and they don't if and it, everyone it's hard if there's one you're only as strong as your weakest link and True if there's abs- and if there's one person in the group that is like not fully yeah. on board wholeheartedly then it's 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 you consider it done and then all it's your energy done. goes into that person like yeah, trying trying to, to, to change them and make them what you need them to be yeah, however like no, it, never works. It, never never, no, it never works it never changes no it never works never works and never, it works. never will work because no. people are too stubborn and yeah. egos are too big yeah so that kind of went away mm-hmm. and then you went yeah. back to ohio yeah group group fell apart went away um ended up yeah going back to cincinnati yeah living at my mom's house for like three months yeah and um i was losing and my this mom. is where the story gets really good and this is like but this is like after like two years kind of being yeah. out but to me this two, is where three. to me during those three months whatever happened that's when you like emerged yeah like your hustle emerged like your determination emerged your brand started emerging like in ohio during that time yeah and during that time to be completely honest like i personally was kind of over you yeah because i had a lot of frustrations with the band you were in because we were working with them and yeah, dude, and that's the thing the that sucks saying, it's like because when i went the back weakest home, link you know what i'm saying you know I, you guys know I was like everyone yeah like I was nice to everyone yeah. like the the amount of phone calls yeah. that I had to do like after meetings yeah. to like smooth stuff over mm-hmm. so that you guys wouldn't absolutely hate us was like it's crazy it, it, it's, just, it's, it's it just gets hard and yeah. then things get lost in translation but I'll say at that time like seriously like I was not the biggest fan because I was kind of hurt well, yeah, from you the were situation because yeah. I was like really into the group. I really wanted it to work. Dude, because we were going hard. Yeah. Like, we were going no, And there were things to... about the project that were working. Like, yeah, there yeah. was. It, it wasn't like a failure. Like there no. was stuff working. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but it's hard. Like this is the stuff you guys that we all kind of go through. Like I feel like most of these listeners, a lot of these listeners probably know you and I well. Yeah. And they would be like, oh my gosh, there was a time that like, like Shade was like not happy with evan like, yeah dude because you know, it's just I, like it's just like seeing like the inside of the music industry like things come and go things get lost in translation things are difficult it's all hard because we're all working towards our own goals and working along other people side other people who have their own goals yeah it's hard to like balance that and keep everyone happy with like the amount of fights and relationships that break apart because of just simple miscommunication like yeah in this you know industry is like crazy yeah well miscommunication is like i think the key to so or the reason why a lot of times in most situations where there's sadness or anger or frustration it's because people aren't are making assumptions about somebody or somebody's not clearly communicating yeah how they feel and i sometimes you have to communicate with people like you would communicate with siri like you have to be so clear <laughs> yeah about things but but i that's, just that's so but real. like with managing jade and i with managing employees and it's not because like the employees were stupid or didn't understand things but i learned sometimes how when i think i'm being clear how it can be interpreted in other ways in different and, ways yeah and that it applies in all areas of yeah. life yeah that's everything and yeah so, so like i would say even in that situation like I didn't, I was making assumptions 
Mm. Totally. And so, and then sometimes what you do is like you make assumptions and then you assume the other person also feels the way you do. Yes. Yeah. All the time. You know? And you so talk, you're like, you, and you like hate the person because like you assume that, I, I don't know. It's just like you talk yourself into like into thinking like somebody hates that, you. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. And then you're like, well, if I hate that, well then they must hate me. So, oh, well, yeah. yeah like, it's crazy. So you were in Ohio during this time. Like, yep. I really feel like what I, it's like I'm trying to think of like what I, like that was your like cocoon like dude no it was kind of my... Ohio cocoon I mean I grew up around there it was it was a cocoon I was it... very excited to get away no, I was just like, Evan turned into a butterfly <laughs> oh no now I have that crazy town song stuck in my head Cassie loves that song do you know that song butterfly you my butterfly sugar yeah. baby yeah. she yes, loves yes, that yes, song. I do know that song. That's a great song. That's a jam. It's a bop. That's hilarious. Um, Okay, tell us about your your wings spreading across America. Like, I put every ounce of my everything into the group, right? Right. When I was in it. And, you know, the way it fell apart, how everything went down, like, I felt like I was completely, excuse my French, fucked over. Yeah. Like, completely, dude. Yeah. And, like, to put so much energy into something and then for it to just be just gone in a split second. Yeah. Everything gone. Moving home. Yeah. No money. Like, like, like no, next no job. No next step. No team. Like, it's over. But that's, like, I'd had it. I've had stuff ripped out from under me before. Yeah. This was definitely, like, the biggest one that mm-hmm. r- like kind of you know messed me up a little bit because like would definitely had, mess me up you like, had started to see it work so yeah, it's like so I'd, much worse when it goes away yeah it's like yeah i'd started it, it had started to work mm-hmm. and then boom gone gone moving in with my parents again after living on my own and taking care of myself for the most part since i was like 17 yeah now i'm 20 and like I go home and my mom's trying to be like, okay, when are you coming home? And it's like, <laughs> oh my like I like, like I'd have, have a conversation to go with my mom. Dig into and like, Evan's Instagram and there is a story like I don't know two three months ago where he surprised his mom. Oh, I remember oh, that was yeah. really cute. And that he like, like knocked her in the middle of the night and she's like, what? <gasps> oh, and then Dude, everybody cried. It was amazing. the whole world cried. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. the cutest thing ever. I love my mom. Your mom's so sweet. She's an angel. Your mom, I love when your mom comes to shows. I'm like, hang out with me. Dude, honestly, my mom is an angel. She's the most amazing woman on this planet. So, was it your who came with you when you drove? Um, your dad, my dad. Yeah, me and my dad packed my car. Okay, so while I was at home in Cincy for three months, right. I was hitting up old management, like my manager David Loeffler, and then yeah. Randy felt like I was hitting them up, like guys, like you know, I put everything into this. You know, may. Even if you don't want to bring me on as an artist, I want to come out to L.A. and educate myself in the industry. Which is so phenomenal because as somebody who's worked with literally hundreds of artists, that's just not a common thing you would hear. Especially like saying like, hey, this one thing got ripped out from under me. I'm going to start over. I'm going to figure something out. Like even without a path, just like the desire to like do and learn and not sit at home. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't. I was going insane, dude. Like. Like, when I went home, I realized, like, it kind of just clicked in my head. It's like, okay, dude, this is, like, a, 
do or die, die. situation. Yeah. That, that's like where that song came from, honestly. Ah. Um, you know, was during that whole situation. And um, I just had to like, yeah, I had to find my inner hustle. Like, this is kind of when I start, you know, really like hustling for myself yeah. and like yeah. going in just for me and not yeah. for anyone else. That's so important. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't done that before. It had just been for everyone else, other people in a group, whether it's well, this, that, or the other. Yeah. It's like the first time now they're like, hell yes. You can do and go in like on your project, bro. Yeah. And like you can make a song and if someone else doesn't like it, fuck them because you made it and it's your song and you love and it. And you did it. And like, and I did it. And once I kind of like got like a little bit of a snowball rolling, like I just found my groove and just went, you know, buckled in my seatbelt and pedaled to the metal. Um, it's, it's crazy. Like talk, like thinking back now, because yeah. I haven't talked about it in a while. It's so just talk, like, maybe start talking about like when you first started kind of creating the music you've put out now as Evan, mm. um, where like where did that start? Where did the process start? Like, because so, I know you were you were working and you know working to pay the bills, but also yeah. doing this all at the same time, and that's a lot. Like it's it's a lot, a lot. Because either of those things could be a full time lifestyle. Yeah. Um. So where were you like finding time? Who were you working with? Was it like how like how do you write a song? Like what's your process? Um. I was working with just like people that I had you know made connections like when I was in the group. Reflex brought in um, his boys, the ethnic kids, mm-hmm. and I like really, really clicked with them. Yeah. Like right, like the first day we wrote a killer song. Yeah. It's, it's called Runaway. We're gonna. Um, I'm actually reproducing it and dropping it on this next project, but it's like two and a half years old. Yeah. But it's crazy and it's mm-hmm. so tight. Um. But. Met them, um, and they really helped because I was able to be comfortable with them and yeah. like. At that point, I was so new. Like, I was just, like, trying to produce beats on my laptop, like, figuring it out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, just yeah. starting, like. Um, and so they really helped me just be able to sit down with them, be comfortable, and, like, just come up with ideas. And, like, I'd come up with just ridiculous, like, just horrible. Like, you know, just bad. Yeah. Like, you make a million bad songs before you make, like, anything <laughs> worth, like, showing anyone, right? So... But but I needed to do that because mm-hmm. I'd never done that before because it was intimidating for me because it's like, my gosh, like write a song. Like, what are you talking? Like, dude, I yeah. used to because my mom, she would always be like, you need to start writing. You know, I know you have stories and things you want to say. Yeah. You need yeah. to start writing. So I was like, I don't know how to write a song. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea how to write a song, dude. Like, absolutely not. And just after working with, you know, Ethnic Hit Radio, yeah. um, you know, Candace Pillay, like. Yeah just all my friends that I've met and, you know, collaborated with over time has just helped me grow as an artist and, and write and everything. Um, when it comes to, like, putting a song together, like, I don't know. Sometimes the beat, I'll just make a full beat and I'll just know, okay, I know that the vocals on this are going to be tight. Right. And then I'll just, like, sit it, sit it aside. Or sometimes I'll do, like, just a simple loop and then write a full song mm-hmm. over that. It's weird. I don't have, like, a... Um, it's just kind of different. It just Every happens. Time it yeah, yeah. Happens. yeah, it just kind yeah. of flows whatever way. But it's I flowing. think I think like I'm I'm starting to figure out 
you know, the best way that I work to write a song. Yeah. Um, which is tight because now I'm, I'm able to pump out more stuff. Yeah. Which is very important. Um, just cause we've been on the road like all year. Yeah. And like. How much writing and producing and stuff are you doing on the road? Or do you have to be like off the road to, to do focus it. on that? I mean, I, I didn't really, I, I brought all my recording stuff with me on the road. Cause like I didn't really have a choice. Like I just, I had to make Music, a project. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to make a project. You know what I mean? The past hundred days, it, it was. The, for some reason, that project came together like the. It was the. It felt like the easiest. Like, it just came together, and like, I don't even know how because I was, at home when I made the finally EP. Like, I was in the in a space, but mm-hmm. like. You'd think being on the road and touring and stuff, you, you like, oh, when am I going to have time to... Yeah. Because, like, I would have to be at load-in, load-in the stage, load-in yeah. everything, you know, sound check, yeah. do my set, come off stage, run the boys' show, break down, load out, yeah. and then, like, in all that, had to create a whole EP, like... But, like, I just, as someone who has toured a lot, it is one of the most emotionally trying times... Oh, absolutely. That there is. Like, touring is hard. It's touring hard. is very hard. And, and it breaks down your walls. Like, it can do it so yeah. quick, dude. So and I can see that being a catalyst. I think that's why it was know? so easy to write, like, just the emotional songs. Yeah. Like, like I wrote Back to Us um, in Ireland in the green room, in the boys' green room. Mm-hmm. I recorded it while they were doing meet and greet. Like those, <laughs> that's like, awesome. Like, half the vocals on the project are from um, That's All Right. I was in my hotel room in Paris. Yeah. Um home i was in i was in my kitchen actually at my house recorded that in my kitchen um roll i recorded the vocals on the road yeah it's just like yeah i just made it happen you just kind of do it i can't i love that because it's like you're kind of getting like a really raw emotion and a raw yeah song you know because it's happening and that's what i wanted to do like i wanted to open up a bit more i didn't yeah. want to just throw out you know just like banger and like i love the finally project in it and that's what it was supposed to be that, yeah. was, that was my banger ep like i've just been wanting to drop like just <laughs> that fun was my songs banger EP. like and um you know i just wanted to release the stuff that i wanted to release yeah. like all the happy stuff and everything yeah. and um you know with the past hundred days project just a lot happened like a lot happened yeah. and even like i you know some of the stuff i pulled from just the past year yeah not necessarily just the past hundred days but it was the mo- you know the most emotionally trying like was those past hundred days you know yeah like, and um yeah i think it was I'm, I'm like thankful that i went through all that because mm-hmm. i was able to you know write it all down and just get it out and get it off my chest i think like knowing like your situation where you're literally on a road doing like living a dual life yeah it seems to me like one of the most difficult things i've ever seen someone do because one i've toured a lot being on the road just as a roadie whatever you want to call it doing whatever job i'm doing so hard like yeah. I, I cry sometimes like yeah you go to your bunk and you're well, like you don't know like i'm all alone like and it's just it's so hard because you don't know like what like where to go to if you just want to be by yourself there's like it's nowhere to be never alone get away. you can never be alone um so yeah, that's never. hard in itself and then i've also 
been on the road with a lot of developing like younger artists and seeing them go what go through what they're going through like figuring out their show and like uh, you're doing both of them like you're literally like like i have never heard of someone doing that to be honest well i think we should yeah. kind of explain it because i think a lot of people may not may know not know that yeah. what he's doing so so basically eben if you want to explain kind of you know how you pay the bills and how you go pay my bills later yes yeah, so like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um like so so i work obviously like i work with the, like i'm always with the boys and the One. boys meaning just because some people don't know the boys meaning this band why why don't why we, don't we? Yes. yeah um eben eben is really close with them mm-hmm. they're they're all bros um and he he tours with them yeah i tour with them so i open up for them but i also like i run their sound for their show like their playback stuff yeah. so um like i help with the sound and everything i, mm-hmm. I help run the sound check um you know i'm the boys first person they talk to and want to talk to when it comes to getting their sound right in their ears right. and like whatever it is mm-hmm. like I'm always talking to them during the show like they're doing right. a show and I, I have a mic and I can talk to them like in their ears right yeah and I think a lot of kids probably don't know that actually oh that, that, nobody that, like, knows like, that. what exactly that there's like somebody like always it's talking like, to people like if yeah. you ever see you know the boys just burst out laughing like randomly <laughs> while during a song or something and you're like oh what it was it? it's me like saying some ridiculous <laughs> shit in their ears like just but you're also there to like help them oh, and like on top yeah you know, of course on top yeah. of helping them and doing yeah. my job you know but it's a make it's, them crack and also like you know i occasionally i don't not i don't ever have to run sound to the extent that you do but sometimes i have to be the person that presses play on the songs yeah that's me and it really stresses me out yeah you have no idea like it's just seems like, like a button honestly, but if it's like two seconds in or the volume's not up on the computer or like it just i it's very stressful the whole show so. is ruined yeah, yeah. And, the, and then the artist, like, is really mad at you. So. Like, if one thing yeah. goes wrong with my stuff, the whole show stops completely. Yeah. The the lighting, like, the video. You're, like, the heartbeat of the I am, show. I'm the heartbeat of the show. Like, you know, the the what I run the show on and everything. So, it, it like, dude, it's so stressful. But that's a ton, because, like, it's crazy. to do that job. But, but I love it, though. You have to load in. You have to load out. Yeah. You have to check. I mean, there, it's, a, it's a full... It's it, a full time. Anybody thing. else could do that as a full time gig. Well, yeah, and that's, that's why. Do. That's why there are people who yeah who do that. What a you know, I just yeah. want people to like understand the extent. It's of, a like, full time job. The extent of what you do, and then you also you know perform your own show right yeah. before. And then like, <laughs> you have to run the like, sound yeah. in front of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I love it though. Because it, it do you keeps, find it keeps going on sharp. stage very natural and easy? Or like, is there any nerves ever? Or is that just kind of like, yeah, I do that. That's like walking to me. It's kind of like when I when I walk on the stage. Literally, I, I have to walk onto the stage and I'm like, right. oh, we're chilling. Yeah. But then, you know, when I'm on the side of the stage or like it's a big show, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. What's the biggest show you've played so far? Um, Man. What was, it was like. It was pretty big. It was like four. Four thousand. I, I mean, think. that's a lot. Thirty-five hundred in Dallas. I yeah. think. Oh, Dallas. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, like they're big. Like the the crowds are huge. They're they're mad. Like I've dreamed of. I I dreamed of performing yeah. in front of crowds like this. Yeah. Really, any crowd, honestly, like yeah. anyone, out in the audience, like singing my songs, let alone them being like, on the other side of the world, in Europe. Yeah. And so Asia, you, so Australia. all the places you've toured. 
what are Lopez you toured kind of literally so we like went the to, past two years? We went to Europe um, twice this year. Mm-hmm. We went to Asia, went down to Australia, and then we've done the U.S. like. Countless. So you've toured the whole world. Yeah, for the most part. You're 20. Well, you gotta two, get some, one. you know. You're 21, 22. 22. Gotta get some now South America and Africa. Dude, that's what true, I'm saying. No, true. I honestly, I but want still, to so bad. You're 22. Brazil would be awesome. <laughs> yes. But, but you have time because you're 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still haven't been to South America yet. No, it's, and it's I, crazy. And I'm like, older, so. Like, sometimes I don't think it's real. Like, like I've, it's been on my bucket list to even go out of the country. Evan, when like, you're 25, I'll be 40. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't. Yes, I will. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm turning 37 next month. So three years Dude, later, I I'll honestly be 40. feel like you're going to be like turning 33. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like, that's where I feel it's at. Or like, like 32. I don't feel like there's much of an age difference between us no, socially no, no. or emotionally or whatever the you know what i'm saying yeah. like like we could have like a friendship or whatever but Completely. it's interesting and i think i think it's interesting because what we do it's its own world it's so stressful it's so small mm. you know and you just kind of bond with those people you do and the age you have doesn't really matter you know it, it yeah like i'm that's so true because there'll be crew guys like 55 and we're all just chill, like out. me and him will yeah. hang out like yeah like, it doesn't matter who it is, you know? Yeah. We could just random guys at different And it's, venues. like, not weird or anything, you know? No, it's not weird. Because yeah. everyone gets it. Like, like we're all here. We all have the same goals. Like, we all, you know, love and, and what And it's we hard do. because I've, I've found a lot of times, and again, I'm obviously not an artist, but, like, I find it hard sometimes to, like, relate to other people who don't understand what I do and, like, how much of your life you have to put into it and and how much you take your work home and just all these things like it's really hard yeah it is hard it's like it's it, it's like a full it's a constant 24 7 type yeah. thing like we, yeah it's not you a never nine there's five. no there's no turn off, off. No. you don't turn it off ever because and and i'm sure it's like that with other jobs as well i but, think but, cassie and i and like cassie you're what 32 yes i'm 36 i think we've we've just gotten to the point where we've forced ourselves to learn to take vacations yeah seriously like this year i actually legitimately took two weeks of vacation we started this company 12 years ago and i don't think i've ever taken more than two or three days at any other time it's just like it's always like no you do you go you do the thing like technically i was off today i worked all day yeah (laughs) and like that's normal for me but you know like when i even um like in January I went on family vacation um and it's weird not working. It's weird, right? Because like I, I made a point to like try not to be on my phone, like not yeah. look at my email. Because I told everyone I was like, "Yo, I'm going you on vacation. <laughs> Don't if you email me, tough. Because I'll reply a week later. Yeah. I'm not." replying to anyone like yeah. i don't care who it is like don't talk to me but i'm glad you get that at 22 because i surely didn't yeah well i think that like, I've always, it's okay to take a vacation but i've always had like a fear of like i don't know somebody deciding in those days that i'm not valuable and yeah. that i won't that they'll be like oh we're doing fine without her we'll get rid of her that yeah, yeah. that's that, like and i, I think i, fe- that. I think that's a lot a of people fear and i think a lot of people in our business have that yeah, because there's a million people ready that to want like your job. that want your job, or a lot of, or you know, I would say there's a million people that think they want your job. I agree with that. <laughs> yes, I really, I really agree with that. Yeah, 
Yeah, you don't you don't know if you want to work in the music industry till you work in the music industry. And yep. and I would say that actually like seeing a lot of pe- all those people that I thought one of my job think like realize they didn't has kind of made me okay with taking vacation a bit more now. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I think just experience and time and seeing long term value and karma evening playing fields out has made me you know more confident in the role that I play in artists. It's careers. true though because yeah. I don't know how many times you see somebody that you're like this person is a bad person. They are doing bad things. They're not honest, whatever. And it might be 10 years. So you see it come back, but the span of time will come around and the real side of that person is going to, they're going to mess up at some point yeah. and and they're going to fall. So don't worry about getting back at people. Don't put your energy into it. It all evens out. It, it really, it really does. It does. It all comes. And at the same circle. time, like I feel like, Cassie and I have very strong morals, very strong um, uh, belief in fairness, um, very strong belief in rewarding those who work for what they want. And over time, we've started to receive recognition decade into our career because people are like, oh, they're actually like, they're, they see those things real. and we didn't have to like go out and say, we're these people, we're doing this thing. Like yeah. you eventually see it and you eventually touch enough people if you are, you know, doing nice things, good things, helping people and like people will know it. And so you don't have to push everybody to think you're great. And if you're a good example, you know, Jay gave me her car for like six months, just yeah. gave me, her it was car. like a year and a half, I think. <laughs> but it's not, She's the only I wasn't using I it. I wasn't using it. I know. And I love you for that. You're you so... literally saved my whole, well, cause day. Evan was like, you were like, basically you were just like, this is when we were having a therapy session and you were just like, my car. somebody set Evan's car on fire. Like, literally set his car on fire. Yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? I forgot about that, but that that's insane. That's a thing that happened. Um, like, a arsonist, I guess. In my um, and so, I can't believe arsonists are a real thing. <laughs> they are. Um, and so I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have money to, like, take an Uber from where I live and, like, go do what I'm doing and do the thing. And I'm like, oh, I have an extra car. You can just use it. Whatever. I loved that Jeep, honestly. It's in my garage. I'm getting it fixed up for me now. Nice. I bought a new I battery. Because I don't have a car I here. A, I put a brand new battery in it. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. But just, you know, I wouldn't not give you my car. Just... But, but, and then, you know, I think something to kind of think about, too, with the music industry overall is that, like, some of the stuff we're talking about may seem like just a series of unfortunate events that happened to Eben, which they are, but they happen to most people in our business. Yeah. In yeah. different ways, shapes and forms, and you just have to persevere, you know, through them. It's just these That's are the why things. You have to be a certain type of person, like, to be able to yeah. handle this. Yeah, you have to like be able to in lack of better terms, like be able to eat a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you have to be you, if you're not in a mindset where you can't understand and accept the fact that there's gonna be an ungodly amount of shitty disappointment things. That, yeah, and... disappointments that happen. Yeah then this is not the right industry for you. It's not. It's not. Because it's going to rip you apart inside. It, and and like the thing if is, you can't mentally it still just rips underst- you apart. But if you know how to deal with it, yeah. then you can move forward. Because it still sucks. Like, yeah. it's still going to suck even if you know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean, you, and your car catching on fire is always going to suck. Like, like yeah. yeah. And you know what's really funny about the car that I gave you? 
to borrow. Mm. That car was a car that I got after my other car got repossessed because running a business is a really hard thing and mm. you don't always get paid. And we've yeah. talked about this before, but it's like, yeah. it's it kind of felt like I had to hand it down because I like that car was so special to me because when I was able to like change my financial financial situation and actually get a new car, like that car was so like, you don't understand. Like I didn't let anybody touch that car. Cause that car was like me can like perform you know, professing that like, I, I did it. You I did it. I'm it was okay. Your, it like was I have a trophy, car like... and they can't take this car from me. And like at the point that I gave it to you, I already had paid it off and owned it. And it was like, this is my, like, this was like my showing the world that like, you can't come after me. I can still work and come back on top. So it was actually yeah. like a really big thing for me to like, and I'm, I'm just saying like, yeah. I, I just think it's a cool story though. It is a cool Cause story. Cause it's like when I was where you were at that car, like played a part in it. And like, you know, what to put the car in the museum, the me and Evan and Cassie museum. Dude, we should write a book about it. We should this. write a book called White Jeep. Called uh, White Jeep. White Jeep. I think you can do better than that. I was I, trying to think I'm of like a pun, you, but the, I couldn't. The Adventures think of, of Evan and Jade. The Adventures of <laughs> Evan and Jade? <laughs> Dude, Evan has a title for his and, next and Cassie, e- for another EP in the future. You'll narrate on the. Yeah. Uh, you'll narrate. On, the, on like the audio book? <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Evan, I really love the name we came up with for a future EP. Oh, was a uh, Seven Eleven? No, not that one. Not oh. Evan Eleven. Yeah, that's uh, you said it wrong. Evan, Evan Eleven. I didn't even say it right. The Evan? No, there's only one Evan Eleven. The Evan Eleven is the Evan the Eleven the Seven Eleven. <laughs> it's right on at the um, corner of Kawanga and. It's like right road? off of Kawanga. What is that road? Uh, is it Yucca? No, it's it's a Hollywood. It, no, no, it's not Hollywood. It's it's a it's Saluka or something. I don't know. Anyways, it's in it's in Hollywood. It's across from the Panda Express. So why why is that the the Evan? Because that's where the photo shoot was. Yeah, it's okay. Where we did it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And that was when Oprah was at her photo shoot. Dude, she was. She was via chilling. billboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Evan, I think we should hang out with Oprah sometimes. Honestly, I feel like we we would have the most groundbreaking conversations like yeah that's what i was thinking too honestly, <laughs> honestly like i feel like i could break down walls with oprah yeah like for i real. agree i don't think i think oprah breaks down walls not like no no dude i'll break her walls down <laughs> oh that that is a claim <laughs> just yanked the headphone out you did you did like because you just no. said you're gonna like oprah oprah you're, I'm gonna yeah. Oprah. I'm gonna Oprah the fuck Evan, out of Oprah, dude. Evan, that is so next level. Yeah. Dude, let's go. Okay, the owned building, like her channel, is right behind my house, so we should like go hang out and look for her. Dude, we we could get binoculars and spy over. Yes. Maybe, like get a glimpse of the Oprah. The the Oprah. <laughs> the Oprah. Cassie, what are your thoughts on Oprah? Um. I mean, I like her. I love Oprah. I don't really know, like, as much about Oprah as I feel like I should. Well, I think it's because you're younger. Yeah. I grew up watching Oprah every single day. Yeah, I think, like, it was kind of almost going, like, it was not something that was She had a song, and it was like, Oprah's on! (laughs) And I really loved it. All I know about Oprah is that the first thing I learned about Oprah when I was younger is that she was the richest woman in the world. Oh, okay. Or something like that. And then... I learned that she is like a huge 
person when it came to like talk shows like yeah like stuff like that that she kind of like, i think led what the way i liked about oprah when i was young was that oprah was really really loud and everyone loved her mm. and like it was like oprah's loud and overweight and everyone's love her loves her so i want to be like oprah <laughs> I just think that Oprah has good taste in Hawaiian islands because uh, she lives on Maui. Oh, I was like, does she own a Hawaiian island? I mean, she yeah, basically like, like owns half of Maui. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, she she has like a, I mean, not half of it. She has like a huge property on when Maui. When you go to, she has a road that she built just for her to like go to her house. Oprah Road. Dang. I don't know if it's called Oprah Road, but you, nobody else can drive on Oprah Road. Besides I want to so it Eben Road. Yes. So Cassie goes to Hawaii like all the time. Like that's her. Is thing. that your? Is that your spot? Yeah, that's yeah. her spot. I've never been. Um, it's the best. And do you stay with Oprah? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would have heard. I about stay that at the Kapalua Golf Villas. <laughs> Hell yeah. Play golf? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you do see turtles, right? I see. I see at least a hundred turtles every trip. That's amazing. <laughs> it's very important. It feels very fulfilling to you. It feels like when I go to Disneyland and see Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty equal. And, like, it's weird. As soon as I get in the water, I can, like, one will swim up to me in, like, five minutes. Like, that doesn't happen to everyone. So what does it do? Come up to you and go, <laughs> kind of. It's like it's like. Is that like, what you said? The turtle. The turtle. Says? No, like kind of like it's swimming and like it, it, it like sticks its little head up in the water for air. <laughs> but they just they just they, I'm like they just flock to me. Hey. It's great. <laughs> I'm like the old man turtle. <laughs> oh my god, Jasper's probably out there like, what the hell's going on? Okay, let's ask you some fun questions. Evan, okay. yeah. if your fabulous publicist Nina, I love Nina, were to get you the cover of GQ, what would the concept be? Oh my gosh, the cover of GQ. Okay, I'd want it to be like, you know, um, when the skyscrapers are like in construction yeah and in the old times like they would have to like sit and eat yes! their lunch on top, like something like that but with that... a crazy like outfit or something you know what i mean like but do you want like the outfit to be of that era i don't know i haven't gotten that far yet you know what it could be it could be like like the cut and styling whatever of like an old like construction worker outfit but in like post malone type patterns yeah, like like <laughs> yeah, like some super old, you know, classic type like redo of that famous picture of yeah. them like, sitting I love that picture. Something. I've always thought about getting that picture like framed like I'm sure I, I think, can find it hobby I think lobby. that could be like a cool idea. Um that's amazing. Uh, Cassie, do you have a funny funny interesting question for Eben? Yeah. What yeah. is your favorite chain restaurant? My favorite chain restaurant, hands down, Dun Deals Chipotle. True. Really? Yeah. You Which, what, what, do you, what do you order there? What's your, like, go-to order? My go-to order do you do you is have? a – it doesn't work anymore, but I had that. That's my second one that they sent me. So I had one. That was my second. That one worked for two years, and then they kind of figured out the that Chipotle I was card. I've them. always wanted to see one of these. It is – my you know one of my greatest accomplishments i feel like and do you just like scan it like, yeah they just scan it and whatever the price is it would go to zero that is a magical card so when, when uh, i tell I you when i tell you like this card helped me survive out in la for a good like six seven months that's the amazing. only reason i could like pay my rent was because i had this the chipotle card because i would amazing. eat only at chipotle so that i could pay my rent that's amazing yeah 
So, like, if you had the card, could you go in Chipotle and be like, me and my 20 friends are here? Yeah. It was really? Well, yeah, I mean, it depended on the Chipotle, but mostly I would do huge pickup orders. Ah. Uh. It'd be like $150 in Chipotle. So like, I'd get the boys Chipotle, you know, <laughs> why don't we, you know, Dave... Like, the whole house, like, we'd all get, it'd be, like, 10 bowls, 10 bags of chips, like, it'd be stupid, and it'd be, like, 150 bucks, and I'd walk in, they'd be, like, oh, damn, Evan's here. Uh, (laughs) All I know is I've known Evan for going on three years, and he's never bought me Chipotle. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It kind of makes me sick. That was such a genuine, like, I'm so sorry, because Evan's, (laughs) like, so nice, and I'm literally just making a joke. Evan, I can buy myself Chipotle. It was a joke. Don't feel, please don't feel bad. I won't. I have other. I have real gift cards though. Fans got me these. Evan, what is that wallet? Um, this was no, no. no. What what is that wallet? It was a gift. Hold on, this. It is interesting. Oh, it's a snake on snake skin. (laughs) Yep. I just wouldn't have known you would have had a snake on snakeskin wallet. Dude, if this wasn't a gift, I wouldn't have this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, but that's the cool thing expensive. about gifts. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, that's why we yeah. love them. Because yeah. like it makes you, it, it makes you have things that are outside your comfort yeah. zone. What else are you pulling out of your wallet right so now? So I have two Chipotle um, gift cards, and then I carry this thing that a fan's mom gave to me. Uh huh. Um, her name's Mama Sue. Uh-huh. And it says, just in case you're having one of those days. It's just like a little That's message. So and it's got a little, little bear, bear on it. Yeah, it's like a little bear. Like That's a, so especially cute. for you to Eben from Mama Sue. She's from Europe. That's so She's cute. In the UK. Yeah. Cassie, what's in your wallet? So it just keeps me like Oh god. Yeah, let's mood. play this game. I like this game. Well, I don't even I don't even have a wallet. I have an awkward passport like neck holder. <laughs> oh what? yeah. You, okay, you guys know when like you <laughs> see a you see a bunch of tourists at a museum that are all like in Washington DC together and they have like this big ugly pouch they're wearing around their neck. Cassie has one and uses it on the regular. <laughs> Like just as it, yeah, I just like cause like if I'm if you're at an airport, just putting that around your neck makes life so much easier. I'm gonna get you a cooler one. Okay, great. I, I think you should get her one I with have like some Evan s- logo. I have some Swedish mm. train tickets. I don't know Swedish why that's in the train front. Ticket. That's they're, tight. They're, that's something worth keeping. That's cool. I think they're worth throwing away. <laughs> See, I keep those types of things. Like I have like a shoebox in my room that I just put like. I, I did for years, and then I got over it. I need to start, like, writing stuff down. That's what I need to start doing. Oh, I have huh. some, uh, hold on. I used to keep hotel what, keys. What no, currency is this? Hold I did on. on the first tour, I did. Yeah. Is that five? No, that, okay, that's. What country is that money this from, is, Cassie? That's Serbia. <laughs> so it says 200, but it's literally, like, the equivalent $3 of. Three dollars or something It's stupid. two dollars. Yeah, tight. But yeah. then they have, like, so this is, like, 50 cents. Like, 50. Or, one, like. One thing that wow. I can't sit, one thing that I love but we have dollar bills. Yeah, because not the coins. We have dollar All those bills. Little bitty coins. Do you know how much money oh I lost or yeah. just didn't want to carry it? You know what? Yeah. It's not worth Take you. my coins. Take my... I hate them. I hate yeah. coins. That's I one thing. I never carry coins. I'm like, just happy that like arcades have switched to like, a swipe card. Oh, yeah. It's about oh, time. God. Yeah. I love it's arcades. Time, time. Oh, arcades I love so arcades fun. so I much. Go, can we go and get drunk at Dave & Buster's? A thousand percent. <laughs> I yes. try to get, get a group. I try to take go. everyone to Dave & Buster's, and nobody ever wants to go, except Max and Harvey, but they can't drink, so it gets... <laughs> It's like, what do we do? Yeah. Um, Let's play, play games. Let's play basketball. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, it's like, 
when no, you're over 21 to, and you're to able to go to, to Dave and Buster's and turn up. It's, Dave and Buster's. Dude. Home. Dave and Buster's is Turning it. up at Dave and And there's one like three blocks from my house. Everyone who's listening, once you turn 21, do this. Go Dave get drunk and at Dave and Buster's. Buster's. It's so much fun. They have fun. a drink called the Snow Cone. It's stupid. It's, t- it's, oh, so, it's so good. It's so sweet. But you know I've what? never had this. I've had It's that. so good. It's so But do you sweet. know what I do at Dave and Buster's? I'm really good at these games and winning tickets. But then I go and, like, I give all the tickets to, like, a random kid. Yeah, see, I don't like do the, that. Oh, okay. I'm so a, you I'm want a, vibe, a giant I've, stuffed animal? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, me I, too. You know me. I always want like, to buy some like, weird sorry, things at the if, ticket if store. I'm going to spend my money in hard work and get these tickets, like... There's nothing like spending $100 and getting a $3 nothing, stuffed animal. There's nothing <laughs> you need out of the Dave & Buster's prize vault. I could find at least one thing. Need? Mmm. Damn. Yeah, right. yeah. See, I'm just there for the entertainment, and then but then it like I don't. Need I get more out of like giving a random. Ch- I always find the kid who's like looks sad because they don't have a lot of tickets, and I'm like, okay. See, now I sound like a complete asshole, and I just really want a nerd's rope, dude. That, <laughs> I was gonna say it's the little thing. Like, thank they you. do have nerd's ropes, and I've never understood nerd. I rope. do need a nerd's rope. Nerd's <laughs> yeah, rope I should I should have asked for no. nerd's ropes. No. God. <laughs> So they're always into like those sort of ticketed encounter things. Nasty. <laughs> or like Nasty. fun dip. Tootsie rolls. Ew, fun dip. I've never been. I'm oh, I love fun dip and cherry coke. I, I never... like the way you laugh when I tell a joke. <laughs> those sticks are amazing. <laughs> Where did I... that come from? You're spitting bars. No, it's a boy band song. You don't know that song? No. <gasps> you don't know LFO Summer Girls? No, I don't. I probably, I probably heard it. I feel it. like you would love it, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should look but it I'm up. But I'm shocked. Man, I'm it's sorry. a staple. No, I feel honestly, like, okay. you, we need to have a sit down so you guys can like educate me. Yeah, in the full boy band, like, because I feel like I'm pretty educated. No, you like, are. But I want the I so want the LFO sauce. So LFO stood for Light Funky Ones. Lit. L Y T E, and <laughs> they actually had like some huge, huge hits. But that was one of them. It's like Light Funky Ones. I like the ones. way the girls stop by for the summer. You don't know that song? Mm-mm. You know it. Um, how does the course I like go? girls that wear new kids on the block got a bunch of hits. You know that song. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the song. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. No. Oh, I think oh, okay, okay. that's fine. Yeah. I had never heard of Abercrombie and Fitch before that. Dude, you're not gonna believe this. Jackson just texted me. That's funny. Wow, from <laughs> the original band. From the OG band. Is he in New Zealand? Dude, he's in New Zealand killing it. I'm, I'm, I'm proud that's of it. He's like touring and stuff. Nobody he's... wanted to know what was in my wallet. Yeah, Jade, that's right. What's in I your wallet? I pulled my wallet out and it's like sadly sitting here. <laughs> What's your wallet? What's in I there? don't know. I clean my wallet out a lot, so. That doesn't, it doesn't look clean. Many, a lot of credit cards, a AAA card, an insurance card, my license. There's got to be something interesting. Oh, actually, this is a an app that a girl named Sarah Beth Perry, who I met speaking at Belmont, is she's literally in college and she's like making an app that fans can get together with each other and run street team activities together. And I think it's brilliant. And like, I'm all about like wanting to use it for someone. So maybe we can use Dude, it with you at some point. Let, honestly, that's tight. Because okay, all the actually, street teams this, do stuff. you guys know Milk Bar. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's like this thing. We went yesterday. I didn't like it. I didn't get it. I've never had it. Here's it's my like YMCA the... card um, that I've never used. <laughs> you have a membership to the YMCA? No, I've never used it. And but do you pay for money, it? Or do you have to pay for the YMCA? Teddy Cheeks credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Whose credit card? A guy that worked for us like three years ago. And I said, Why do you still? Why you well, because just... it was laying around when I was like, oh, I need to take that. And then a lot of, literally, <laughs> a lot oh, of crushed pills. 
and a quarter. <laughs> it's like a bunch of like Advil, just like shoved in it there. It is because whenever whenever I'm going out at night, I'm like, I might need Advil, and I just like, yeah, throw dude, it in my no, little pocket. Wallet. Always bring, I always bring you know? two Advil because I don't know where else to Gotta put it. So it. like sometimes I get like crushed up. So it just looks like a bunch dude, of dude. That could that pills. could look like so sus. It if, looks like, so if, bad. If, like if a cop like yeah. went through your purse, you'd be like, all right. So it's actually not that interesting. We got a live wallet. I have a Swedish lawyer's card. See, I just cleaned That's up. I had rad. so much fun stuff in my I wallet. I know. I notes. used to have so much fun stuff in my bag. But I oh, I have a tile in here. Right That's fun. I just changed bags. I don't have anything good in it, really. Yeah, if anyone tries to steal my wallet, I have a GPS tracker, so jokes on, on your you. wallet? Hell yeah. I bought one. You have a tile? It's in my wallet, yep. I bought everybody in my family tiles last Dude, year. Dude, I have so many. I have yeah. one in my backpack, in my wallet, in um, on my keys, in the computers that I'm always carrying. I have some anti-diarrheal pills. I have some B12 <laughs> chewables. Oh my god, I've gotten so uninteresting. I want a B12 chewable. Yo, I was given a vape yesterday. By a that fan? Is, no. Oh. It, by one of my friends, but it's vitamins. Oh. Like, it's B12. No, you just, take 10 puffs and it's wait, a, the just, equivalent of just, a daily dose. It's like smoking a battery, though. Like a yeah, vape. but you get your vitamins. Yeah, but I swallow my vitamins or have them injected into my arm. I know. I just thought it was a cool, like, I was like, oh, That's I've never seen this before. Like, See, I am all I, about I the vitamins. Like, I, never, I like, buy, buy the, I, I spend so much money on weird L.A. vitamin stuff. Yeah. Like, I go to this place called Moon Juice. I love it. And they have all this, like, powdered stuff that I like, put in <laughs> everything I drink. And it's so expensive. There's, oh, they have dust. It's called yeah, Moon Dust. Yeah. Moon and dust. there's six kinds. There's brain dust. Sex dust, spirit dust. Skin. Is sex dust like a Beauty crushed dust. up Viagra? No, I, I. They told me it's also for just like general health of the area. Oh, nice. So that's good. You know. Um, always gotta. Anyways, I love them and I swear by them and I always go and buy them. So. That's time. I might get some moon dust. Moon and it's great. And then I'll go there too. And they but have like different... what is? Is it like protein? No, it's like, all like. It's like I don't know how to say this word. Ed. Ad- adaptogenic it's like rocks and stuff <laughs> what it's like, it's like minerals and like mushrooms Jane, and... Honestly, i don't know how many times we have to have this conversation you can't keep eating rocks dude i know like it's like the never ending like did you story. did you like slip back into it <gasps> yeah because i got back to la did and you, i was like i relapsed? need my moon dust I need my moon dust. You guys don't understand how long it's taken for Cassie, me to get you've to been to moon juice. I have. I don't. That's okay. <laughs> I love it. I think it, it's like the, the best. Your whole description you really rocks, turned me I just, off. I just saw. The, I saw this man outside of a like a small child's music video shoot <laughs> last week, laying on a mattress, and he literally like lit up a crack pipe. <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Like outside of like a Lanny, Annie LeBlanc like this music is not video even shoot. Like, Jesus, shocking in LA. It's a very. It's just funny that it was yeah. like to in front of like dude, an Annie LeBlanc funny. thing. Like my brother came to LA for the first time and like he hated it. He hated it. Like it was just so. I don't know. It was like too much for him. It's too, too different. I love it though. I, I love it when I, I see like, it. I like a lot a, of things like, about LA, but I don't think it's like my forever situation by any means. I don't think it's I love my New York. forever. I will always love New York. That is that makes me happy. It makes me feel alive. Like, but I'm definitely I'm posted up here for a while. Yeah, like, but you're. I feel like you in LA. Like you vibe. Oh, I vibe. We vibe. You vibe. 
We vibe so hard. So hard. I love LA. Did you get a new car? Uh, it's a rental. You can just use my Jeep again because I thought I was going to be here more. Well, I'm going to, I'm get, so I'm able to use my car now. Okay. But this is like a transition period because I have to get it registered and everything. Got it, got it, got it. So. Yeah, but you drove my car around unregistered for like a year. Dude, literally, if I got pulled over in that car, like it would be towed. They would probably would arrest me. So like, Yeah, because it's unregistered and it's not unregistered, yours. Unregistered, there's it's no title. Like, the ta- the, the, I have the title. It's my apartment. The tags were expired by two years. It's an out-of-state license plate. <laughs> You yeah, you're to going Tennessee. to jail. It looks like you went to Tennessee and stole a Jeep. Straight and then up. like drove across the country. Yeah, dude. They would throw, <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, I have to call. They're like, I have to call Jade. I'm like, this is Jade's car. And I'd be like, They're like who? Nikki, Jade Driver. Fix it's- it. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. Like, this is why we have Nikki. Yeah. That's why we have Nikki. Because I don't know what I'm doing ever. Because, yeah, that was, um, I just kind of didn't think about it yeah i like i would i you just couldn't do it i couldn't drive like i didn't drive the boys in the car just in case like i'd get pulled over or something <laughs> zach like, heron is being arrested because yeah, like, jade didn't register her car and Evan's driving a and Evan's dri- i can hear <laughs> yeah. that phone call now jade Dude. what have you done <laughs> well oh, evan God. thank you for coming and being on our podcast honestly this was so amazing i loved it thank i loved so everything about it me. however i am a little disappointed in the amount of your chips you actually ate because you made a big deal about it i know but i like got into like i was like in the conversation but then i didn't want to like ruffle the chip do do this people like that noise people watch instagram videos just to hear that noise Mm. and i like slime like my my (laughs) guys like slime i'd like to do an episode where we interview slime Slime. Cassie, <laughs> Cassie, you're gonna like come in with something like Jade. No, no, no. you didn't even you. You were speechless. No, because no, I'm just kind of thinking I'm about speechless. it. Because you'd be like, oh hey, Slime, how are you gonna be like? <laughs> <laughs> like, like talk to you. So are you a one a one finger slime poker? Yeah, like because I think I'm a, I'm the two finger slime poker. No, I need two. Like, I yeah, need to two. feel it. Yeah, be like, one's not enough. I yeah, think, one one's weird. I think maybe if like you're touching it too, but if you just wanted to talk one. <laughs> And we're talking about like like you know the slime you know the ones where you can stick your finger and it makes like a fart sound. Yeah, they're the best slimes. Yeah, those are the best ones. Um, so I have a collection of slime in my house. Oh my god! And, and Jade doesn't. And Dude, she doesn't what, have a this kid. Is, this is what happens when you go back to Nashville. Like, no, no, no. My collection is in L.A. Oh boy. I bought because I want to see it. Yeah, it's I have it in a cabinet in my house. I have all kinds. I buy them from kids that make them on Etsy. My favorite is one that I have, and it's, it's, I forget what it's called, it's called like a clay slime, and it's like, it's kind of like matte, I guess. Yeah. And it smells like hot chocolate, and has little marshmallow beads in it. I just like Damn. playing with it, it's really nice. I want some s'mores. Dude, Yo, we ha- yes. I have hella marshmallows at my house. Why do you have hella marshmallows at your house? Because my roommate, Neek, bought them, he was like, Yo. He, like, this is last night, this is how he does it, he's like... <laughs> This is how my roommate talks. He's like, yo. I'm like, what's up? It's like, I got hella marshmallows, bro. I'm like, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like, come check it. I was like, okay. Oh, my so he's gosh. like, he opens up the pantry. He's like, boom. Fucking hella marshmallows. We're chilling. Was, was this like a large bag or like many oh, bags? a large bag of marshmallows. Like, we'll be chilling on mellows for a minute. Man. We're mellow chilling, Mallows are the new 
chips. Pause for effect. I'm deciding whether I'm agreeing Wait, with Wait, you agree with that? How many of the mallows have you eaten? Oh, none. I, don't, I can't look yeah, at Yeah, they can't be the new chips. Well, it's kind of like chips. You don't really eat any of those either. I mean, I had two bags. But again, Cheetos are not chips. But the, and like not the like you took got the plain flavors. Yeah, but if you're gonna choose, I don't know. You're right. I'm glad it's, you didn't open the Fritos because Fritos smell like stinky feet. Thank God I didn't <laughs> open the Fritos. <laughs> I'm all about my Cool Ranch. I yeah. mean, in, in, I in the Netherlands, cool they're Cool American is the flavor oh, title. Oh wow, they're called Cool American. Are they? Yeah. Yes. They don't know what ranch is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so there's like cool American, and I went and I was in, in Amsterdam. I'm like, cool I want American. some cool American oh, Doritos, crazy. and I think the guy Dude, was like, I hated love me. Amsterdam, all oh my stars. Hey guys, it's Evan here. Thanks for the podcast. It was amazing. Evan, that's not how we end the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, Kermit the Frog. That's not how we end the podcast. <laughs> that was good. No, Can I, you I sound, wish me uh, a Merry Christmas as Kermit the Frog? Ah, uh, not Kermit the Frog, but uh, um, <laughs> you know the guy on South Park's like, okay, Kyle, listen, guys, okay, we can't, yes, uh, we can't Mr. Garrison, Mr. Garrison, you, okay. oh no, the best South Park character is PC Mr. P- Hanky the Christmas Poo, Mr. Hanky, oh my, the towel, I love Mr. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo, he loves oh me and gosh, I love you, dude, I love South Park, like I used like, to a lot, I so definitely haven't watched it in years, funny. but there was a time where I thought it was the best funniest thing it I've is. ever seen in my life. It is. There's nothing better because they don't care and that's why it's so it's good. It's a cartoon turd. Yeah. And, and I they just, just thought say it was the, most, the funniest thing i And they say the I'd most ridiculous seen. stuff I remember I there was an episode of South Park. Okay, so my career started yada yada. I worked for this Christian boy band and there was an episode of South Park about them. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. It was like a, it was like a play on plus one. Really? Yeah, you have to look it up. That's amazing. What is the future of Evan? The future? Yeah. Oh, man. The future is bright for Evan. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Or thank you to everyone who is checking us out for the first time. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd also love if you can subscribe and give us five stars on iTunes or leave a really nice comment on any of our platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. It really helps new people find us and will continue to help us grow. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at How I Got Backstage and on Twitter at I Got Backstage. And you can also follow our personal accounts. You know you want to. You know you want to. (laughs) Yeah, well, you probably actually don't. But here are handles in case you do. Um, At Cassie Petrie and at Folia Jade and at Eben Official. At Eben Official, baby. is the official Eben of all the Ebens. The most official. The most official. Amen. Amen. Thank you for turning in. Thank you, guys. Listen this is next. how I got backstage. Woo! Yeah, the future is bright for Eben. And how do I know this? I'm talking to you guys from the future, okay? So we recorded a part two of this episode, July 2019, from the Eight Letters Tour in Eben's dressing room. Stay tuned. It's coming next week. You don't want to miss this.